2: Hey, this is Pat McAfee, and you're listening to the Complex Sports Podcast, a podcast hosted by three men who are incredibly entertaining. Their words are riveting. And if you're not listening to this, you're an absolute
1: stooge. So be a friend, tell a friend. The Complex Sports Podcast is where it's at. Cheers. What up,
3: what up, what up, everybody? It's your man. Shouts brand new to the Complex Sports Podcast. We are back yet again. Brand new week. Fellas, what's going on? As always, Zion and Adam with me. Zion, how sad are you right now? I don't got. I don't have any words. What stage of grief are you in? Of the seven stages of grief, where where are we at? I don't have any
1: words. <laughs> Adam,
3: well, we need to, we need an update t- on your level of concern right now. What?
1: How yeah, how, how t- high t- is your t- level t-
2: of concern? I don't Did, have
1: any words. I don't. You, I don't. You got
2: to give us something here. Pal. Yeah.
1: How, how do we have any words? I don't. I don't have any words. Uh, it, it is what it is.
2: On a scale of one to ten, when your level of concern one being of no concern and ten <laughs> I, being of great astronomical I, I concern, no, where are you I right now on no the scale?
1: Concern, no words, no feelings. I'm going to no
2: take words. that as a nine and a
1: half. I'm going to, I'm going to say.
3: <laughs> our producer Misha said, "Can I read this out loud, Misha?" Uh,
1: Zion, so read it out loud. I mean, <laughs> read, read it <laughs> out loud. Yeah, read it. <laughs> you read it. I'm not reading it.
0: All right.
2: Producer Misha said that Young Zion over here needs to call out KD because he was trash in Sunday's game four. So Young Zion, you want to respond to that comment and KD's performance?
1: I mean, what you want him to do? (laughs) We want to hear your opinion, pal. He played bad, but like, were they going to win that game anyway? No. Okay. So here's my question for
2: you. Here's my question for you. I guess one of the dominant themes afterwards, aside from Kyrie's ankle situation, was the physical play from PJ Tucker guarding Kevin Durant. Did you feel that he went above and beyond what should be prototypical NBA defense? I mean, because your boy, because head coach Steve Nash was a little bit critical of the aggressiveness. But and but the-
1: the, here's the thing with Steve Nash: people were like, "Oh, Steve Nash doesn't even believe this." Steve Nash played it. It was a strategic standpoint why he said that. So Tuesday, come Tuesday night, Kevin Durant gets those calls. That was really why he called it out. I don't think he was really that he was fuming over it. Number two, PJ Tucker has been playing football all series. He's not playing basketball. Whatever he's doing on the court, that's not basketball. He's been pushing around Kevin Durant and they haven't been calling, calling all series. On the other end, Giannis will get a, 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 a little tap on the back of his head from, from Joe Harris and it's almost a flagrant. Like this man's getting every single call that he wants. So well, I don't it, does get ma-
3: it. it doesn't matter if Giannis goes to the freezer line because he's not going to make him anyways. So.
2: But also but, in today's NBA, if you scratch a guy in the head, you get a flagrant two foul and get ejected. I'm not
1: even talking literally tapping on the head, but like it's touchy fouls versus not touchy fouls. And I don't even understand that because Kevin Durant is a bigger star than Giannis. So that doesn't even make sense to me. If we're talking about superstars getting calls.
3: How, how do you think this series is going to unfold? Where are we at right now with it?
1: I, I don't know. I mean, we don't know if magically James Harden can say, "Oh, let me suit up. Let me suit up tomorrow." I mean, I doubt he plays or tonight. I doubt he plays tonight. But I mean, we're recording this all the all day me, before. Let, so.
2: let me let me ask the question this way: What game do the Nets get eliminated
1: in? <laughs> the, I'm not. I don't. I'm not, I don't <laughs> At least you're not going that far, Zion. I texted you
3: this yesterday. At least you guys have a reason.
1: At least there's a care. reason you. What I mean, I don't care about a reason, like this, this, this is not supposed to happen, man. And, and uh, I mean, I went through it, I went through it in 2015. It sucks, injuries suck. I don't don't care what you want to (laughs) do, I I, I, I don't care what you, I don't need no sympathy. Let's get this out of the way. I don't need no sympathy, I don't need no uh, uh, cuddling, like no, like that's not supposed to happen.
3: We're we're the only ones showing sympathy because the timeline seemed downright happy when Kyrie got hurt yesterday, it was very weird.
1: I mean all the MAGA people and the Boston Celtics fans and Glenn Big Baby Davis is the biggest clown. I mean, man. Clown. Man, of the he week. follows complex sports too. Oh, yeah, that's the clown of the week for sure. He follows complex sports. And I've seen him in the comments. I was about to roast him from the from the from the company account. But I said, hold on. Let me <laughs> let me stop. Because that is the biggest clown I've ever seen to play in the NBA. Like you are you are a black man caping for a logo. A logo. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. And you're not even that as you're not a Celtics, right? They don't love you like that. You're not Kobe. Who are you? But anyway, continue.
3: Uh, I'm sorry. Misha made a good point here because everybody's talking about this. Misha said, Real dogs know how to take over. I saw a lot of people talking about KD yesterday and. And look at KD without a super team. Is that a fair conversation to have or no?
1: No, it's it's really like if you if you take that route, I'm just gonna discredit your basketball knowledge or basketball takes for the rest of your life because it's stupid. Like, come on, bro. Is that what we're doing now? The whole I, argument. I, I mean, people. I'm just I'm just going over the timeline
3: topics from yesterday. It,
1: even for LeBron James, when people use that argument, it's just because you're mad, you're hating for some like come on bro you don't just you don't just you can't just expect someone to carry a team randomly (laughs) with no preparation like on the spot and he's playing against one of the best teams in the nba one of the best defenses in the nba what do you really want him to do you if, if if kd goes in next game without those two after a day of preparation and um a day to get ready to play by himself okay but realistically Joe Harris is shooting 2 for 47 uh I, every game. Mike James is is playing point guard. Mike James is 5'8", bro. Come on, dog. Bruce Brown can't make a layup anymore. Like what do you yeah, want Katie how, to do?
3: How bad are those two Bruce Brown possessions looking now in game 3? I,
1: I mean, I was more mad about game 3 than yesterday. Like I thought game 3 they should have won that game, especially after Katie hit that shot. I thought. I
3: mean, Joe good. Harris missed two wide open easy jumpers in that game too. Like literally, like twelve was, footers.
1: He bricked them. What's up? He, Joe Harris has been a joke. He's been terrible. That's your man, Adam. You his hear subject. this? That's your man.
2: I'm, I'm, enjoy- I'm just reveling in him just turning heel and just going completely. No, against I, this I, I have team to call it what it is. For. He's
1: been a joke. Like his man is. All the, right, let's how go do back you lead? to.
2: Go ahead. That's, uh, no, I want to go back to your KD point because if you are potentially a top ten player of all time in the NBA. You're going to be expected to put the team on your back and carry them in some dire situations. Obviously, we're going to go down, we can go down the line of all the guys that have done that. Whether you want to talk about MJ, whether you want to talk about Kobe, whether you want to talk about LeBron. So, if KD is going to be this all-time great top ten potential player, which we all kind of I think all of us agree that he is, and I think most of us would also agree, <laughs> then isn't he going to have to do it on his own at some
1: point? That's why did the narrative turn into this though? Like this is nuts to me. Number one, once they lost James Harden. It became, the Nets became underdogs, right? And KD goes No, no, no 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 no, <laughs> no, 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 no no, 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 Stop no, no, that. No, Don't no. lie. Once no. the Nets, once the Nets lost James Harden. You are talking wild became, now, pal. No, no, because many people picked the Bucks and six before the, James Harden got uh, hurt. Who? Only many Brandon people.
3: Jennings did that.
1: Many people picked many the Bucks and six. Many people, I want to hear a call out these guys. Yes. Look at all the NBA and uh predictions. A lot of them picked Bucks and six. Okay. So if you take if you take James Harden out of that equation, what did the first two games show you? That Kevin Durant was unstoppable. So mm-hmm. how do we get to this point that a game four he loses his sidekick and his role players aren't playing well at all? So he misses shots. And oh, Kevin Durant can't carry a team. Do you know how dumb that sounds? Come on. I'm, not saying it's not, I'm not saying there aren't snippets of it that are
2: dumb because obviously you do need your help. You do need your teammates to come through and actually hit some shots and play off you and compliment you. But again, the, I guess, less uh, sophisticated fan will look directly at Katie, and expect him to take over and put 45 up and carry the nets across the w- finish line if he doesn't say- have anyone K- with him. So you, K- you understand that though, Young Zion. It may not
3: be fair, but you understand that.
2: Is Katie the bad gets organ? way
3: less smoke in this situation than LeBron. If this was LeBron in this situation, LeBron would be getting lit up right now. He I would, would say yeah, 100%. 100%. That. Like KD getting off a little, a little easy on it. How is it getting he a easy? I mean, but I. But here's the thing: I don't think that people should be going. Like context matters. Hardened out, he lost Kyrie. I mean, he. I mean, he he wasn't able to get it done. I don't think it's it's just some super reflection on his legacy or career. But if LeBron was in the same situation, I think people. Skip Bayless has not Adam's best friend. Skip Bayless has nine tweets ready to go about why LeBron is the biggest fraud in the world.
1: You know? Yeah. But I think it's just, it just comes with the territory of LeBron. LeBron is in debate for greatest of all time. Not Katie's not in debate for greatest of all time. He's in the debate for maybe best player in in the game today, but like, we but can't he, let Adam him. said he's he, like top he can, ten all time.
2: Yeah, you can put him in the debate for one of he's, the most he's natural best top, 10 in NBA top. He's,
1: he's number tw- like twelve on our list. Now he'll be um, he'll be
2: top ten guaranteed by the end of his career.
1: Yeah, yeah he should be. But like and he'll KD, be considered
2: one of the best natural w- scores in NBA history. You can't argue yes,
1: that. Yes, yes. And but KD is mm-hmm. not even like like bro. It's one half. It's one. It's basically one half that <laughs> that everyone is basing this off of. Us, basing yes. this off of us. because yes. the the Nets were in that. The Nets were actually up eleven in the first half, even with Katie not shooting that shooting that well. And then Kyrie gets hurt, when the the Bucks come back, and it becomes a blowout. So we're right, really talking about for- one half.
2: Let's fast forward here to Game Five. Yeah. Are you expecting a Blake Griffin throwback game
1: <laughs> what? to
2: save your season?
1: <laughs> no, uh, but I am expecting, I am expecting Katie to drop forty at least forty oh, to need- carry the team. Yes, I mean, oh. I, I just—I <laughs> don't know what's so funny. I literally oh, yeah, I just Adam, said Adam, what's funny. I do not
3: don't quite get the joke. Uh, I literally right, just we'll said
1: that KD, what, uh, with if, if he has a day of preparation, he has a day to prepare with the unit that he has now. I think he could be fine. He'll—he'll be—he'll be able to go off. Does he that equal?
3: A a, does that equal a Nets victory in Game Five
1: though? It, at home, role players play better at home, so. I wouldn't be surprised, but Marky has Marky has the momentum right now, so we'll
2: see. I don't. Know. Do you think the Nets were shook from their security not being allowed to be in the arena on Sunday? <laughs> you said what? Do you think the Nets were shook from their security not being allowed to be around the floor in the arena on Adam Sunday? Adam got
3: jokes today. Adam brought Adam wrote down.
2: Some I don't jokes even last know. I, I,
1: I I'm not even going to acknowledge that because that's that's this is corny. <laughs> Next, <laughs> Adam wrote some. Adam <laughs> wrote some jokes Next. down. I just want you to admit that you are a little shook right
2: now about your Nets. Nah, I don't have any feelings. I think you do. You're just suppressing
3: them, but it's okay. Um, Other big NBA thing going on right now, the Phoenix Suns. Let's take the Nets out of the equation. Let's just remove the Nets, act like they don't exist. They could win that series. They might not. Who knows? Who would you guys say is the favorite to win it all right now without the Nets in the equation? Phoenix? It has to be Phoenix, right?
2: The Clippers. Ooh. What? Watch the comeback is the comeback is, is in the mist. Well, we're
3: recording this on Monday, so we yeah. have no idea how game four is gonna go. They no, we have no out. idea, but i I feel confident. You would say the Clippers are the favorite over the Suns. Yes. Zion, what do you think?
1: I mean if they get in a series, I think the Clippers could beat 'em, like but we don't know basing off what happens Monday night. We'll I have- see. Sorry, Young's going to
2: interrupt. I have one bone to pick uh with our with a, with a past podcast guest in Mr. Reggie Miller.
3: What did Reggie say? Did you listen to remember. the
2: end did you listen to the end of the broadcast with the with Son's Nuggets last night on Sunday night, I should say? How we, the jokic stuff? Not the yo- not the jokic stuff, but um him just basically saying that there are people out there saying that Chris Paul should have retired years ago. Like it, Reggie was like waxing Nobody poetic about how Nobody he did say that. that he's no, no, I'm saying, yeah, Reggie said that the people were saying Chris Paul should retire. No one said that. No one said that Chris Paul should be thrown to the trash. No one said that Chris Paul was absolutely completely washed. What's be the, what, what, what's, the, owner, was
3: what's the Rockets owner's name? I saw that clip. That, Tita uh, that headline. He said that Chris Paul's contract was the worst in the history of sports, which was obviously wrong. So how's
2: that John Wall deal looking for you? Right
3: now? <laughs> yeah. Right. How's that looking? Um, I, I think the Suns. I think I'm, I'm. I think I'm a Suns fan right now. I think I'm with the Suns. They're fun to watch and their crowd's are awesome. So
1: they're they're great. But let's be real uh, too. Like they haven't run into anybody. I mean, injuries are part of the game, and that's the you know you you just have to deal with them and you just play who you're given. But at the same time, they played the a depleted Lakers team and the depleted Nuggets team. I think the Suns are great. I think they're a really great team. But we could easily see them come back to reality against a healthy clippers
2: 100% they're they're riding a bit of
3: a uh, wave of luck right now um
1: and as uh, chops uh, alluded, got, cp3 deserves to some
3: luck guys cp3 had the worst playoff luck of anybody in the history of he the has NBA, and also
2: he was hurt in in the fir- in the first season yeah, of the lakers but 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 as you alluded to earlier chops <laughs> context is important championships do require context um there is some luck involved, but luck happens in every single run. I mean, Christ, we luck happens down the line for every single champion. The so luck every single champion, every sa-
1: legacy. What's up, John? I said luck is about to save Giannis's legacy because they will be Is it because football. Giannis is twenty five years legacy. old? Let's relax here.
3: Wait, but Giannis is. I mean, if if they go and say they beat the Nets, the depleted Nets, and then they lose to Philly. What is that? That doesn't do anything uh, for you. Honest. I don't know
1: if they lose to the Philly, but like.
3: Really? I like Philly right now. I think Philly's playing great right now.
1: I think, I think, and you, uh, to answer your previous question, I don't have the sons as the favorites. Maybe the favorites out the West, but yeah. I think the winner's coming out the East this year.
3: So you think it's, but who who would you take in a hypothetical Philly Milwaukee series?
1: Mm. I think Philly's
3: playing well right now, and Bede is on I, another I, I'm, level.
1: I might take Philly, but like just the, the uncircumstance of M B like any time he could just Yeah, I mean with this torn meniscus, I don't yeah. I don't know. But it's hard if Milwaukee gets through this with momentum, it's hard because I think Philly will struggle to score with them. But I mean they have someone good for Giannis. At least Ben Simmons can, you know, handle him. I like, mean Blake Griffin is handling him. Ben they Simmons should just left. Him-
3: they should just let Ben Simmons and Giannis do a free throw competition. First one to 10 made free throws wins the series. <laughs> We'd be there all day long. It be it take oh, it take a month to get to get accomplished. That's interesting. I think I think the Suns are a lot of fun. Uh the Suns and Four guy who beat up the Nuggets fan, that was great. Like I think the Suns are riding, you know, certain momentum and Everybody gets lucky. Every single championship team gets, gets, gets some sort of luck. What is it and, about uh, Denver sports? Because we saw that old
2: guy get knocked out in the Rockies game. Like, what is it about the Denver fandom this year where people are just getting the shit kicked out of them in, in arenas and stadiums? I think
3: it's the high altitude people. It must be lose. nosebleeds, yeah. other,
2: yeah, other, other uh, party favorites. So spread around. how
3: much of, but I mean, I think it would really be a shame if this Nets team didn't make the finals. Like, I think that that would be a real, real shame. That's like Licky a big, Mouse that's championship.
1: like a, huh? There's gonna be another Mickey Mouse championship, in my opinion. <laughs> Are you putting an asterisk? You already putting an asterisk on there if the Nets aren't there? Listen, if the Nets and Lakers didn't make it this year, come on, bro.
3: I'm yeah. I Adam mean, Silver, you're
1: under arrest.
3: <laughs> Adam Silver under arrest. What Zion, not to look too far ahead, but say the Nets lose. Do they need to do anything to retool this summer?
1: Do well, they I mean, need I've major say- changes? I, I've been saying it all year that super teams if you look at super teams the heat got better after year one they added Ray Allen, and mm-hmm. probably the roster overall the the warriors obviously got kd like these teams these dominant teams they only get better after they're formed so this is going to be the weakest stage for the nets essentially i don't know who they're going to get i hope it's somebody uh, i hope it's a wing defender but they're going to get somebody they're going to prove like they have to
3: and then Dame Miller to the Lakers. That's that's. I'm just dropping. I don't know. I don't know about. They that. don't have the salary cap. For, for you I'd said say. that about them last year, and look what they did. Uh, they didn't sign a max player.
2: They didn't add an additional max player. Okay, <clears throat> they have zero zero way to add a max player without, without just, having nothing but scrubs afterwards. You're such so. If a Rob Flinca wants to, to, to do that s- and then fill it
3: out with like 15 other guys from Europe, be my guest. Yeah, you're such a hater. Uh, we have John Rahm on this podcast, by the way. Uh, fun conversation ahead of the U.S. Open. He talked. He had a funny suggestion for Brooks Kepka and uh, Bryson DeChambeau, how they should settle their beef. So that was fun. Before we get to that, do you guys want to comment on uh the spin rate in baseball going down? Your guy's Garrett Cole, big cheater. Uh, uh he had a
2: great start in his first start, sans allegedly uh sticky substances and foreign substances. So uh um, did the Yankees
3: win that game? Uh
2: they haven't won too many recently, so I think uh it's it's been a bit of a struggle. One game above five hundred. Right talk, now, about so. Mickey, talk about Mickey Mouse, Adam. Mickey Mouse organization. Not a Mickey Mouse organization, one of the best run organizations in all of sports and one of the most valuable. But uh, it is very frustrating and very disappointing to watch this team with the second highest payroll in baseball um, struggle like a bunch of scrubs. So Young Zion shares my frustration. Um, it is pathetic to watch on a lot of evenings. Yeah, yeah I don't even be watching anymore, bro.
1: Oh, you're <laughs> yeah, already, you're already done. You're done with them. <laughs> I don't have to watch them until it becomes more relevant. And if they're not winning by August, t- football NFL season, and we'll have the Olympics. So <laughs> Yankees baseball. This wait, year wait, you're looking forward to so, the
3: Olympics. So I was. I was. Yes. Uh, so obviously, Zion, you have rooting interest because Nigeria is going to. Did Nigeria already qualify Zion for the Olympics? Yeah, their basketball team. Is the basketball team. So with the NBA starting in October, what guys are going to play for Team USA? No, I
1: saw I Steph said he's 50 there, 50. There's, there, there's gonna be a lot of guys just for the fact it's gonna be a rare opportunity. Some of these guys have been off when did the season end? A couple a month ago? A month yeah, but like ago. what
3: guys are that what guys are the, I mean, I guess I guess you're right. It's gonna be like some guys who would never have a shot to play on a like stacked team USA, they could do yeah. it. But so they should they still say we send
1: like our C team, or should they still be considered the favorites? I mean, they did. You see them play in the World Cup a couple of years ago with Jason yes, Tatum and and uh Joe Harris was starting on that team. I they think. didn't. They they lost. Correct. They weren't even on the they medal. Finished, they didn't even get a I think medal. They finished sixth. Yeah, or that's seven. what I'm yeah. saying. So, are we really <laughs> like, about to trot out that team again and, and lose? It's gonna be something like that. I think similar to that. We may have a couple more stars though, but like it's hard because. International game is so much different. It's so much different. People don't really notice uh, watching NBA. Like the game is so different. and People have so much chemistry to playing together from other countries. USA is in trouble, but I think they'll get a couple stars. They'll get a superstar. They'll get somebody.
2: But I wonder who's in
1: the first round.
2: Um, well, it depends on how young you want to go. Do you want John ja I mean, Morant on that team? Do you want Zion I mean, Williamson on that team? I mean, Zion, Zion to it. They're,
3: they're not going to let Zion play. Jock could play. Could Dame play? I mean, I don't know.
1: Julius Randle maybe. For oh my, his, God. his okay, only chance. <laughs> oh. <laughs> needs to
3: redeem himself. If, Julia, if we're putting our faith in Julius Randle, then like we're coming to we'll come to death in America. He needs another star or two around him. Okay, he
1: can't be the he
3: can't be the number <laughs> it, one guy. Should we just send the Knicks and see how far we go? See what happens.
2: R.J. Uh, he, Barrett will be playing for Team Canada. Yeah, he's Team Canada nice looks player. pretty stacked.
3: I'm not gonna lie, they got some players. Team Canada looks pretty stacked. Andrew Wiggins is gonna average 40 a game. Shots that is not points. Um. <laughs> Zion, I'm. I feel for you, buddy. I know you don't want sympathy, but I know it's tough. I'm sorry, buddy. It's not over yet. It's two-two. Two-two. Series don't start till a road team wins the game, right? Yep. That's that's it. Uh, let's get to our John Rom interview. Unless anything you guys else want to add, kind of a slow time in sports right now. Um, I know everybody's watching the Euros overall soccer. Adam, you get into soccer right now? No.
2: Hell no.
1: Okay.
3: Zion, you get into soccer right now?
1: I mean, when the
3: when I do. Did you gamble playing. on the Euros at all? Uh, I put a little bit of money on Italy to win it all. I like their odds.
2: Okay.
3: I put a little. I I just dabbled a little. As I've this.
2: said before, gambling on the World Cup, I've I've always enjoyed. But I think about yeah. another two years away from a World Cup. I forget.
3: Yeah. I'm on well, in the I want to put so money on
2: Team USA already. I'm 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 bought in. Pulisic. Oh, now you're watching friendlies and
3: another matches.
2: Yeah. Oh, I'm bought in. Okay. I'm bought in. Where's your Team USA jersey? I
3: ordered a Pulisic jersey. Actually, blue one.
2: Oh, really? Yeah, you gonna get a sleeve tattoo to match his? No, I'm not. not okay. yet.
3: not yet. Uh, all right, let's get to our John Rom interview while you know we uh, process the NBA playoffs. It's a fun
0: one. All right, let's
3: welcome John Rom to the Complex Sports Podcast. This is very exciting. Um, we haven't had a ton of golfers on the podcast, but uh, always fun when we do. John, what's going on? How are you doing today?
2: Good. Thanks for having me. All right, Chops, let's also note the last time we had a golfer on before the U.S. Open, he did go on to win the U.S. Open. So, John, fair. like, we just blessed you with an awesome luck. So, you know, just <laughs> congratulations beforehand. Uh, we're doing you a solid here, but thank you again for joining us. But, yeah, we had Bryson on last August before the U.S. Open, and he went on to win. So we're giving you good vibes
3: this time around.
0: Oh, it is. Uh, it is. I'm thankful to be blessed, Then Appreciate it. Thank you.
3: <laughs> I was welcome. not aware of this. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so uh, congratulations in advance already for winning it. Uh, John, before we get into anything else, I want to talk to you about your Mercedes partnership because it's obviously a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, we love it. You know, we we were down at the Masters with them, uh, had a great time, got to drive a car and everything. So, just you know, what 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 does that mean to you? And like, and like, how cool is that? Just to be able to say you're a Mercedes brand ambassador.
0: Listen, it is it is incredible because Mercedes is such a big brand worldwide, dude. They truly not, don't necessarily, at first, didn't really need me. You know, when they, <laughs> when they signed me, uh, I wasn't a big-time player yet. I hadn't uh, really done it yet. And, you know, they put their faith in me. And I always try to surround myself with brands that strive to be the best.
2: Mm-hmm. And that's
0: what Mercedes does. and And they are the best. They do make the best cars. And they are, you know, for the most part, steps ahead of their competitors. So it's really unique to be part of that a great team that, like I said, they not want to be the best as bad as I want to be the best. So it's always a great, uh, a great way to surround yourself with. Plus the great people and the product is amazing. Right? It is, uh, again, it is, it is a blessing to be able to wake up every morning and drive a car like that and actually be something that you're representing, uh, as, as part as well. Definitely, definitely. I would right say they're a step that.
2: ahead when it comes to hospitality because they took yes. care of Chops and I down at the Masters, and I hope that they were good to you also, John. I know that you also <laughs> had like a lot of going on that week at Masters Week because you had a child, so I yeah. should say congratulations yes. yeah. on that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah no, it, it it was. Well, I mean, I showed up, I arrived basically to the, court the day course right? day of <laughs> You basically so, got to the
2: course and played. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. So like, I, I didn't really spend that much time with anybody besides my <laughs> my caddy, but yeah, well, the, the, their hospitality. See. I haven't been to their, the hospitality area there just because usually we're so busy that week. But even, even, you know, I get to see it. My family goes, I hear about it. So I I do know (laughs) they do an amazing job and they've been really, uh, really nice to me in, in in other events, meaning they also sponsor the tennis U.S. Open. I'm a huge U.S. Open fan. So I've been part of that when they, they, they've taken care of me. If I've wanted to go in the past and, you know, they take us to the Mercedes suite, they, they go above and beyond, and I don't know how it is at the Masters, but I'm amazing it's pretty. I'm guessing it's pretty amazing as oh,
2: well. Oh, we can tell you I it's mean, pretty yeah. great. We <laughs> we had it's, a hell
3: of a time that week. Yeah, it's a, it's it's amazing. So, John, going into this week, Tory Pines, how are you feeling? Obviously, your your biggest, your your best major finish it was the U.S. Open, 2019, tied for third. So, how are you feeling going into this U.S. Open right now?
0: Feeling confident. Um, you know, I'm feeling really good about my game. I've been playing great lately, and we're going to a golf course that I love. Uh, yeah. We're in an area that I've always played good at, I have great memories at, and I'm hoping I can I can keep it going this time.
2: You got engaged there, what in 2017?
0: I won my first event in 2017 we got going to the year after that.
2: Okay, a uh-huh. year after. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, a lot of special memories with that course, but it's mm-hmm, going mm-hmm. to play a million times different because obviously U.S. Open layouts are so different than what the PGA uh, regular tour stops are. So, I mean, you've obviously played the – well, I'm assuming you've gotten to the course already and, and got a chance to play it a little bit or at least you know, kind of heard how it's laying out. I, I read the rough is like insanely high. We're talking five <laughs> inches. Like, give us an idea of how difficult this course is going to be compared to what it normally plays at for regular PGA tour stops. <laughs>
0: So, what makes Torrey Pines difficult is it's its length. I think it's 7,800 yeah. yards at sea level, and you have small greens with little shelves. Right? It's uh, it's tough. It's tough. Usually, you know, I've heard Tiger say, "Just just go for the center of the green and move on." But even if you go for the center <laughs> of the green, you actually have those long, tricky putts with big old slopes around it. So it's not like you can be defensive the whole day, right? Uh, it's it's a tough mm-hmm. one. But for people that don't know. The rough Atori at Pines, it's extremely thick. I mean, the blades are almost an inch wide. And imagine a thick blade with that length. I, it's just, you, you can't hack it out. You know, some people might be able to move it more than others. You get lucky sometimes in the rough, but around the greens, it's uh, it's a jungle. And <laughs> that's going to be part of it, right? I mean, it's a US Open. That's what it is. You got to, every part of the game needs to be good. And, and it's a mental test more than anything else. So I'm excited to see the challenge. I haven't seen it yet, Uh Today being Monday, I'll be going today a little bit later and, and, and seeing the golf course.
2: How what, many people oh God, go I just
3: I just wanna ask about you were one of the first people to embrace Phil after he that awesome PGA win, the PGA championship win. What was that like with the crowd and just everybody there and just kind of being one of the first people to, you know, get to like congratulate him after that?
0: Yeah, Phil and I have a great relationship. Um, we're good friends and, and he's a great mentor of mine and to be there and witness history, you know, he did something that hadn't been done since the 1960s, right? That mm-hmm. is unique. And when you hear all the great golfers that haven't done it and to break that record for more than two years, uh, for almost two years, it's, it's, it's pretty special. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. And I've said it before and I said it to a lot of people. I, I didn't think that was the best golf course and could, weather conditions are the best for Phil to win and thrive. But yeah, that shows his, his talent and it shows what Phil is capable of. Right. I mean, he, he's now a six time major champion win 45 World, the PGA tour wins. I mean, that's the reason why he's done what he's done. And it's silly of me to even doubt somebody like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, it, it was, it was really unique, especially, you know, we would happen on 18 with everybody coming down the furway and it was collapsing crazy, the players. You, you used to see that years ago, years yeah. and years and years ago, even in the tiger era, yeah. they've been better about holding the crowd back. But This is something you used to see in the seventies in, in the UK, right? With mm-hmm. 18, everybody will just swarm the players. So uh, I hope to keep that going. Cause I know it might not be what security want it, but <laughs> right. it's one of the coolest things that you can go through as a player. And I hope I can go through that as well because he told me about it and he couldn't even describe it, how cool it was.
2: So, well, yeah. Brooks, Brooks doesn't want that again because he got knocked in the knee when the yeah. crowd was surrounding him. So, you know, different players may have different perspective on it. Um, wanted to ask you, though, quickly, uh, John, because, you know, you talk about, uh, you know, Phil and coming into this. And he'll be obviously a crowd favorite, as he always is when he stops. But you're coming in as the favorite. So, you know, in terms of pressure and people kind of talking about that, like everyone, you know, uh, pegging you to finally win your first major and you being the guy this week, like how much added pressure is that? And kind of, you know, what are the vibes you're feeling entering this week?
0: Well, I'm aware of it. You know, it is a golf course that I've played really good on the last five years. My last Mm -hmm. show win, uh, I was playing okay and... I get I get that, you know, I understand why people are putting their faith in me. I get it. And I'm aware of it. It's the same reasons why I'm confident on the golf course. So uh, I'm not thinking about being the favorite or not. I just, you know, I'm aware that, let's say, stats or, or data shows that I, I have a good chance. And I'm happy about it. But again, let's not forget about people like Phil and, and yeah. other players like Xander Shoffley who live here who have played good here in the past. And, you know, this would be Phil's chance to do the Grand Slam. So at this point, I I won't put anything past the guy, honestly. (laughs) But but there's many other great players. So uh, still going to be a test, still a U.S. Open, still a fight within yourself. So uh, I'll be worried about what I can do. And But again, it's always added bonus and added motivation that people have faith in me.
3: Uh, Before uh, before we get you out of here, John, I just got to ask, are you also rooting for Brooks and Bryson to be paired together
0: this week at all? I hope, you know, I, I keep seeing all this, <laughs> all this influencer boxing cards, just stick them on a the boxing ring already. <laughs>
2: that's a good idea. That's a good idea. Let's, let, let,
0: let, you know, let's just add them on the undercard. If, uh, if if Logan Paul can fight the greatest boxer of all time, I think they can put them in there somewhere and just, and just get that going. Uh, that's what I'm waiting for. I doubt they'll pair them together. But uh, yeah, we'd be I'll, down for that.
2: But if, we're if, all rooting for if it. If the though. USGA has a shred of like, you know, of of humor, they will actually make it happen. Like <laughs> they really should make it happen. And like fingers crossed it actually happens on the weekend cuz imagine those right. two in a major on the weekend paired together. Oh, it would be it would be like must-see TV. It would be, be incredible for golf.
0: I'd love to be a part of that. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Wait, to be watching it.
2: (laughs) Yeah, right. Before we let John go, we got to ask him because he is one of the like the biggest hip hop heads in golf. And I, I talked to you years ago. John played played a few uh, holes of golf in Rhode Island, and we talked about how um, you infamously like kind of learn English because you're from Spain, Mm -hmm. uh, listening to Kendrick Lamar and some other guys. So you're a big hip hop guy. Who are you listening to now? You're you're famous for having your headphones on the
0: putting green, listening to music, getting warmed up. Who are you bumping right now? Uh. It goes in waves. Somebody I hadn't got into because nobody around me listened to was uh, was Jay Cole, and I know, crazy. You know? Okay, but I've been listening to a lot of J. Cole lately, especially his new stuff. So uh, I can't believe none of my friends really listened to it because that is one talented guy. Jesus, they're missing yeah. out. Yeah, so I, you know, with with such a long career, I just started and and you know. Kind of got deep into 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 his songs. So besides the usual stuff and what's current and what's not, uh, I've been mean kind of going more into into J Cole.
3: That's. And I wish I could revisit J Cole's discography. You. That, that's I know. Awesome right? you getting discover so right now. Yeah, <laughs> it's so it good. Yeah, he's got he's got classics. Uh, John, we wish you all the luck this week. We can't wait to see you out there. Um, thank you for taking the time. We really appreciate it. My pleasure. Thank you, guys. Best of luck. Bye. Shout out to John Rahm. Always good talking to some golfers, you know, a little bit out of lane, but you know, fun. Um, hope he does well this week. As Adam said during the interview, last time we had a golf on before the US Open, he went and won the US Open. So we're good luck. We're very good luck. So
2: yeah. congratulations to John Rahm, the twenty twenty one US Open champion. His first major salute. <laughs>
3: uh so let's get final predictions right here. Nets or bucks game Nets or Bucks games five. Zion already said Zion, you said
1: the Nets can win if KD scores forty, right? 40, 50, whatever he needs. Wait, what Jason Tatum did to us in Game Three, we need that out of him.
3: He need. They need. They need a Braun Game Six type game from uh, KD, is what Zion is saying. And,
1: and Joe Harris, make a shot. Make a shot, Joe. Come on. We put a lot of pressure on young Joe Harris here, poor guy. He hasn't shown up in the playoffs in two years. How, ago m- too. <clears throat> how much money does he make? Seventy-five million. Gee,
3: okay, yeah, he better start making some shots. Adam, do you have a prediction for the game?
2: Yes, I predict that when the Nets, excuse me, when the Nets officially lose this series, that no one in the streets of Brooklyn will give a shit because there are approximately 12 legitimate Nets fans in the county of Kings. So there will be no (laughs) crying, no, no wallowing, no people walking around like, you know, depressed zombies, um, because no one cares about the Nets in this town.
3: Oh, yeah, because the Knicks losing in
2: their series really stopped the city. It did, actually, crestfallen people. There were people oh, weeping yeah, on the side it, yeah. of the streets, yes. In yeah, public transportation,
3: real. people just crying all over the place. It was it was depressing a few days after Nick's lost. Oh, yeah. The only, only person mm-hmm. crying was Julius Randle's agent because the money he lost from... He'll, he'll still make, he'll, he'll, make somebody Relax.
1: I thought you were going to say his son. <laughs> oh, no. I'm that not a, a monster. No, man. no, leave the no, family Julius, out of this.
3: Yeah, leave the family out of this. Uh, I think the Nets win. I think KD has a signature Game 6 Bronte moment, and I think that they they win game five. I don't know if they win the series. I think that's TBD with, cause anything can happen in a game seven. If it gets there and when, you know, hard and Kyrie, who knows if they're going to be playing, but I think KD goes nuclear huge game five. That's my prediction. Yeah. That'd be fun to watch. Yeah, I think so. I think KD, you know, he's always stepped up to, you know, to, uh, to the plate when needed. And I think he does it again. So it's going to be fun to watch Uh fun episode, boys. Anything else to add before we get out of here? Nope. Oh, Zion, ask Adam what he uh, what he batted over the weekend at his. Uh, what, you play softball, Adam?
2: That, that is incorrect. I play slow baseball. Hardball, no, no, hard hard baseball right? in Central Park. You S- can come S- find S- me in North S- Meadow S- on the weekends. Okay. I The first game of the doubleheader did not go well. 0 for what, 3. What did you bat? 0 for Adam? 3. 0 for <laughs> 3. I just missed a pitch, crushed Poof, it to right the yes. deep center, but it was caught. Just missed that first pitch. If it was foul. No, it's was not foul, pal. And then, was, but then accounted for... You had a
3: foul tip.
2: Not even accurate. Not even accurate. <laughs> in the second game, accounted for three of the six runs batted in for my team in a victory. So we split the doubleheader. Boy, it, two was, can, it was the two sacrifice one. Fall back.
1: <laughs> three three, three, three uh, hit by pitches with the <laughs> <your own> <laughs>
2: No, pal. No. <laughs> three fielders no. choices. No. no. Three <laughs> I was batting clean up in the second game. We had a blistering shot down the left field line in my first at bat to score two runs. So you can fall the fuck back.
1: If we don't see the footage, we're not. Yeah, we need videotaping video games in Central Park. Unless you're That's peeping tough.
2: goddamn Tom. <laughs> okay.
3: one, All right. One for All right. 11, we might man. need it. We might need a
2: complex sports outing to Central Park to see Adam play baseball. Inaccurate. Inaccurate your your allegations
3: of me choking in the clutch. <laughs> Come out to the North Meadow, pal. On that note, everybody stay safe. We love you all. Thank you for enjoying the podcast. Make sure you subscribe. Apple have a podcast, Spotify podcast. Until next time, we'll see you guys later. And as always, a special thanks to our producers, Josh John and Jasmine Plata, our audio editor, Misha Jones, our production manager, Sean Sal our talent booker, Shanice Kelman, our senior director of operations, Jen Stewart, our general manager, Donnie Kwok. This is a production of Complex Networks.